card one in the tarot story. Does the fool encounter the magician first? Or is the fool finding the magician in themselves and it's of the utmost importance? Is the magician a builder, a maker? Many writings about the magician talk about trickster. There's an untrustworthy element. Uh, I'm not sure that I really come down there. I sort of see the magician as the creative impulse. Perhaps there's some tricksterism to the extent that to get things made requires a lot of persuasion so that could that could be true maybe you have to persuade yourself to some degree when you're um embarking on creation maybe you know you need to talk in circles and find ways to outsmart your resistances that's could be something um but I think primarily the magician has to be looked at as skillful, creative powers. Making. Bringing something into being that didn't exist before. Uh, technique. Um, talent. Anything required to create that spark that and well, not just to create the spark, to create the thing itself. It is the spark. The magician is the spark. He, he's the, or they are all. They are the spark. They are the tools. They are the impulse. They are the knowledge and skills and talents and experience all brought to bear upon the project of making something. And in making something, I suppose it's important in a way to have that card as number one. Um, the first stop on the journey of the fool, I suppose, which to, 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 to show that the act of creating building is required by the tarot. You're, you make the tarot. You make yourself. You create. A, you you build answers for yourself with the tarot. Really, you make the story. Um, and so, with the magician, sometimes I think th things happen. You know, 
I, I have read a lot of these tarot books, and I, some of them are really bad. Some of them are actually a lot of fun. Normally, I get a little sleepy with tarot books. I start to nod off. Um, they they tend to follow the same pattern, but um, you know they they get into detail about one deck or another, and they say you know show show this or that about the card. Notice how the magician has this or that thing on their table, or there's one leg of the table pointing this way and one leg that way. They get, you know, or the magician is wearing blue pants and a, an orange coat and this or that about specific details of the card, which get tricky with tarot because... There are different tarot decks. They're all different tarot decks. And um, you have to be kind of careful about being very specific about the art. Uh, because it... it um, I'm moving the camera around a little bit. It, it, it changes. from it, Another artist could have a, a different way of picturing things. And so you get these details going about the magician or any card really. And it's a little, it gets a little specific and you start to build part of your description or explanation of a tarot card around these details of this one deck you've decided to use in your book or whatever it is. The tarot has, I think, a, f a fuzzy quality that I think is very important to maintain. It has a general sort of set of meanings that are open to some degree and can be pictured in different ways and to get very specific about the imagery and relating that to specific meaning is really um, a little sort of self-defeating, really. Um, so, like, you know, if I draw the Magician card, I may draw it much differently than any other deck, but I'm not going to focus on the specific elements of my drawing and talk about how I colored this, this color, and this, that color, and therefore, that's what the Magician card is trying to mean. I'm going to talk in a slightly different terms and say the basic meaning of the Magician card is in the area with some fuzzy overlap with other areas of creation and building and one's abilities to do those things. And I don't think that you need to get too much more specific. Now, how you build that card pictorially around, around that very simple outline of a meaning is really up to you but you see people love by by focusing on details you get to expand your text okay you get to make your text seem more and more um researched and sort of we're like we're we're digging into the details here and excavating this hidden material you know well you know, but but that's but really what you're doing is you're padding the page and and the the, the tarot operates more simply i think and more subtly with slightly more 
generally um, dream images, dream images. I think we have to remember that dream images for this thing are a critical aspect of tarot throughout its history. I think it's all about dreams, tarot. There's very little rational in tarot. It's very dangerous to use tarot as a prediction mechanism. It's very dangerous to use tarot to say that someone is thinking this or that, or someone will do or won't do this or that. It's very dangerous because these are dream images in the tarot that are hard to pin down. They're hard to grasp. They're hard to define entirely. You can't entirely say the magician is about creativity and making and building. It has that suggestion. Uh, it tends to often include things that look a little bit like some tools. It has a sort of general idea of somebody of some kind of wisdom and ability to do something, to get things done that sort of have a surprising quality to them. And that's, that's fine. That's a kind of a general idea, but you could see other things in the magician. Also, you could see things like, you know, the, um, oh God, you, you could see creation in it. You could see like a, a religious aspect to it. Um, you could see physics in it. Um, you know, physical origins of things, um, that kind of, that kind of stuff, explanations of, you know, where did the universe come from? How do galaxies form? That kind of stuff. Uh, it, it can have these things in it. And a deck that somebody draws could focus or lean on, in one direction or another with the magician. It could sort of play down the magician's creative qualities, you know, making things with tools and stuff and focus more on the metaphysical or the philosophical, you know, uh, psychological, you know, the, where, you know, making, um, you know, building the persona. That's another way to look at the magician, the building of the human psyche. So sometimes a magi magician will come up and you can say in a reading, it indicates uh, someone of vast experience coming into the picture um, who can show you the way to complete your, your task or, you know, shows it will show or will make something very important for you to use. I tend not to view tarot in this way where you're you're saying to someone what the circumstances are going to be, how circumstances in the world are going to arrange themselves. 
I think what you are doing is you are pointing at aspects of the person you are talking to and saying, these cards remind us or remind me of this part of being a person. How does in this moment, thinking about that part of being a person, how does that make you look at the subject matter you've brought up as the questioner? How does it change your thinking? And so the more I develop my point of view on this, the less inclined I am. You know, people will come in and ask for readings and they will say, you know, they want certain things. Well, the, the, the reader, you know, it's, it's my responsibility to be to, to, to say, listen, this is not, the tarot isn't going to tell you what your ex is doing, whom you haven't spoken to in six months. It's not the business of the tarot to do that because the tarot has no goddamn clue what your ex is doing. The only thing the tarot has are 78 images and they are associated with different things, different aspects of the personality, of a person, of life in general. They say things about fortune, about, um, you know, about cycles, about developing into one's true self. And uh, they don't say things about, you know, making a vast sum of money next week. They don't do that. That is not the dignity of the tarot. That is actually an extremely childish thing to do with tarot. It really is. It's not, it's totally understandable. It's totally natural for people to want to say, well, it's a fortune telling mechanism, right? It's going to tell me, I'm going to ask uh, what it, what it says about, uh, you know, I, I, I'm about to take a job and I want to know if that job's going to actually be what I really want to do. What is going to, what the tarot is actually going to do there is say the subject matter is your development as a working person and finding what it is you really love to do. What do these three images in a three card reading, of course, suggest to you right now? in this area. What do they suggest about how you might figure out whether or not this job is going to be the one that, that you really want? How do you come to that conclusion? These things that, that, that these decisions make are actually sometimes really difficult. People don't always know what they want to do. And this is just an example, but people often don't. And it's very hard for them to decide which of five different things they've experienced in the past two years they actually want to pursue. It's sometimes it's not, other people are very clear about it. But looking at tarot in the right frame of mind, in this moment that you are wondering and asking, it can have the effect of unlocking doors that you had shut down in your mind. And so... 
I wanted to say that about the magician to get started. And I see, Virgo, uh, you're there. I, I'm just going to uh, finish up a little bit about the magician here. And I'm going to put you... Um, in the queue. I'm sorry, I'm, I'm looking. Give me a moment. There. Uh, so the magician has these different qualities, and I think that there has to be flexibility in how you interpret tarot cards like the magician. And in fact, in my own deck that I'm doing, I have taken an approach with the magician that's a, a, a little... Um, slightly undefined it, it doesn't quite come down as solidly as many magician cards i see in any one particular spot with the meaning so um uh, one thing i will say is i like to use color in my tarot i i like in most of the things i do i like lots of color Virgo, I've been great. How have you been? Um, <clears throat> I have been feeling sort of like a slightly um, frazzled magician. <laughs> a magician who woke up too fast and can't find where his hat was, forgot where he lost the important manual of instructions and uh has to figure out you know uh, where his shoes are and all that stuff and that maybe that's what the magician is <laughs> maybe the magician's just this really forgetful person who uh you know is totally totally absent-minded in all everything and only can do like one thing and just make this one thing <laughs> and like you can't bother this person <laughs> that's kind of like what i am like um so <laughs> you know gets easily annoyed if interrupted during a creative project <laughs> just show show this really irritable person like <laughs> sitting at a table yelling at people to keep quiet while while they work <laughs> that should be my magician actually <clears throat> i'm one of those people that if i were the magician working i would <laughs> i would require silence don't bother me you know just that's how i am when i work on things of course when you do this kind of thing you can't just you know you have to you you have to come out of your shell a little bit to do this kind of work um, but for me to do this kind of work like to sit down and talk about the magician right I really I wouldn't sit down and talk about the magician unless I had sort of had some feelings about the magician or thoughts about it and having worked on tarot stuff I do and However, I will admit that I am somewhat um, ambivalent about the magician. I have never really fully understood it, to be honest. I get, and that's why I, and, I, and I'm not holding that against my own understanding of tarot. I, 
I, um, I feel that you don't have to be rigid about tarot knowledge. You don't have to, you, you shouldn't assume that you, you totally get it. <laughs> Everything about every damn card in the tarot. Because I just don't think that anyone really totally does. Which is why, that's what interests me about the tarot. That fuzzy, undisciplined, somewhat unformed quality of the tarot. I mean, if we look at the tarot deck, you've got this odd numbered game-ish deck jammed up against this deck of weird dream pictures. It's really almost like two totally separate things that were just sort of arbitrarily crammed together because some clever person in a village in Italy somewhere thought, what the hell? It's an easy way to get my artwork out there. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> you know what I mean? It, it, it has that quality, which I kind of enjoy. I like that awkward, jagged quality of the tarot where it doesn't, it's, we can't quite explain what the hell these things are doing together. Um, you can try, you can sort of force it a little bit, but they're always going to have a slightly awkward balance together. And uh, hi, Dre. Hi, how are you? Good, good afternoon to you. Um, <clears throat> you know, Virgo, if you want to ask something, uh, we can pick a subject and do a, do a thing. I'll pick some cards if you like. I've kind of gone and said my few words about the magician. Um, but you see, there's those tools there magician has. You know, he seems to be kind of concocting something. It's like a workbench. And uh, that's where all these ideas about master builder and stuff come from. I like the builder thing with magician. I like that. I think that's a very useful little word in a reading. You know, the builder part of you that, that handles getting things made, getting things done can be as simple as when you're making dinner, I guess, you know, 